We did this again. Can you believe it? Again? Yeah. <laughs> again. Uh, <sighs> yeah. One one away from ten. Almost ten weeks. Yippee 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 yippee. Um, I ask every time, how you guys doing? We haven't really talked since that that horrible horrible league game that we played. I'm not part of that. Anyone who's <laughs> listening, I'm not a league player. Me One either. day I want to have a wife and kids. So. True, true. <laughs> right. Well, for the viewers, a little bit of context. Oh. We were on the cl- the cusp of glory, and then Jazz decided, eh, I don't want Kevin to win. And then uh, intentionally ended that? the game, and we lost. I remember I did. he yeah, did. I did he say said that. it like dastardly sort of Looney Tunes villain. We're like, yeah, and then he, <laughs> he entered the whole I, yeah. No, like real shit. I we think... overcame bugs, DCs, all types of stuff to get to the final. And then I heard Jazz go, I'm going to pick you. <laughs> and I knew it had to have been over. Listen, the Yone pick wasn't even the issue. It was. The, I think what happened was, well, Allow me to say what pissed me off the most about it is the fact that we were sitting in um, Champ Select thinking of like who to ban and shit like that. Everyone was talking about like, oh, we probably should be in Lux. We should blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm like, hmm, this person plays Nico as well. I know I'm going to lose I said repe- against Nico. I said repeatedly, this person, because they were like, oh, our main mastery is Lux, or their main mastery is Lux. And I said, yeah, but they don't play it. Yes. It's like, uh, and I said we should ban. I I can't remember the enemy team had like a one trick, mm-hmm. and then I said we should ban like that, and then uh, Ari Nico, so we can get like a bad matchup. And I don't know. I fell on deaf ears. Yeah, suppose, but in my so. in my head, I'm just like, I, I'm screaming in my head like, I hope she doesn't pick Nico. But I didn't. It didn't click that I'm like, I we're still in ban phase. So I could just say, hey, ban Nico. <laughs> So I'm just literally just running around in my head like that episode of SpongeBob where he forgot his name, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit! Like the fucking Beef Wellington yeah, episode. I don't understand why Nico needed, or not Nico Lux needed to be banned. Yeah, it's like sure they play it, but it's not a good champ. It's just like when Doug was like, when we were talking, say, like, okay, this is guy is a Morgana in Blitzcrank, like, that's the only thing they play. Yeah. And I said, well, ban Morgana. And he was like, well, I think we should ban Blitzcrank instead. It's like, no. 
Blitz Crank is not good. Those, and Morgana. Those guys. And are then they act, Then the enemy team picked Blitz Crank, and he's like, "Oh, I knew it." And then we won the game by a mile. So I was like, "Who cares?" <sighs> Just because someone is going to play something doesn't mean it needs to be banned. Oh well, I'm retired until further notice. And by further notice, yeah, probably yeah. like two weeks, yeah, <laughs> like maybe like a week. You're all pathetic, anyway. man. Anyway, yeah, not to not to stay on the league thing. Um, I guess we can just hop right on into these the, these topics. This first topic is something that's very very passionate to me, and I would like to hear you guys' uh, perspective on it because I feel like you guys will be able to kind of um, look at it from a uh, from a nuanced point of view because. It, this may come off as me not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about, but you know what I mean? I'm, I, I have a platform to say shit, so I'm going to say shit. <laughs> um, so Might as well. last week, uh, I want to say last week, maybe a week and a half ago. Um, do you guys know who Addison Ray is? She's like a TikTok star. I know who she is, but I don't use TikTok. So, okay. So she's like a TikTok I do, star. I do know. Who I know who she is though. Yeah. So she was on Jimmy Fallon and uh the jimmy fallon show and they had her on there doing because i guess she's she made a break into music um her song isn't very good but i mean put enough money behind it it'll probably do okay but um they had her do a bunch of tiktok dances because one of the big things on tiktok is these little 60 second dances to whatever is popular at the time like the popular songs on the charts and stuff like that so she went and did like a quick mellows are popular or the biggest ones yeah exactly so she went on to jimmy fallon and did like a a fucking uh mashup of a bunch of just tiktok dances and people on social media were very upset about this because she was basically reaping all the benefits when every single one of these dances she did was created by black creators. Um, every single one. So people were saying, like, you know, this is kind of getting old to where it's, if it kind of feels like almost everything that's popular right now uh, is. Is from black culture, um, not to say that, like, things won't change over time you know what i mean they're all everything kind of the sun always rises and sets on different trends and stuff like that but uh it's kind of everywhere within um the most popular music right now all have like trap beats behind them k-pop is super popular but all of that music musicianship and stuff is it's all it's, it's reeks of black culture like it's it's everywhere fortnite all of the fortnite dance well not all of them but most of them are black black dances and we don't get anything for it um so i bring it up because it's just like i don't know what you can do to kind of change this like you can say hey (laughs) you can say hey this black person created this stuff but you can't uh copyright a dance you know what i mean you can't you can't tell the you can't force these massive corporations or record labels that are putting all this money behind these white girls to do stuff that were created by black people um and i was sitting and talking with uh ren about this and we were just kind of like just sitting and trying to think of like how you could possibly fix this because i i think it's a society issue um where people just 
uh, you can say racism, but I feel like there has to be more to it or it could just be racism and I'm just stupid. But it's just like a black person and a white person can do the exact same thing and then the white person will just blow up in they're more likely to be successful of doing that even if the black person did it first you know what i mean and even if the black person maybe. did it better too uh, maybe uh well i am a upper i am a me and dane are both up, upper middle class white kids so mm-hmm. maybe this is going to be my that coming out but uh mm-hmm. That is an array thing I don't think is even is such a non-issue. It's ridiculous. Uh, what we're ta- what TikTok is is a conglomerate was a conglomerate mm-hmm. of internet trends, mm-hmm. and you can't be mad when you say, "Oh my God, my internet trend is so trendy that <laughs> other races are doing it." <laughs> Now, if you want to talk about something like, <laughs> if if you want to talk about something like, uh, oh well, you know, things that black people are inventing just as a broader spectrum mm-hmm. are getting reappropriated by white people. That is something that has been happening for so long that it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, just go back to that talentless hack, Elvis Presley ripping off yeah. Chuck Berry sort of thing. Mm-hmm. However, uh. I don't think I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as it used to be. I mean, there's a reason why Drake and Kendrick are the biggest rappers in the world, and not Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't always have to be the case when it comes yeah. to that. Uh, I don't know. It, it's sort of like, and when it comes to oh, should they be like compensated in some way for that? In some cases, maybe, but when it comes to like TikTok dances, nothing you can do. I mean, just look at the kid who, you know, I don't know why I feel compelled to say it, but I'm gonna. The white kid who invented the floss dance, yeah. you know, Antoine Griezmann was doing that at the World Cup final. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, like so. It's like, you know, he's not getting any royalties off of that. True. I, but, I, I don't know. But I, I, I'm with you, but the difference between that and like. Because that kid, the backpack kid who started the floss thing, he did get a lot of opportunities from that. There were people trying to pay him just to wear their backpack and do the floss dance on on, on social media. So he, 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 that did open some doors for him, where it seems like um, when black people do something, it doesn't open up any doors. We just get to see white people do it on jimmy fallon you know what i mean so i'm with you and i I don't know how to i'm with you and through most of what you said but i don't i don't know it's like maybe instead of compensation maybe just more opportunity um Uh, like it's hard to pin down like specific instances where like it consistently makes sense mm-hmm. what you're saying yeah i think it's like i think yeah, it's i mean like yeah a lot of kids like instance, a lot of kids like a trend yeah a lot of kids trend. were doing the shmoney dance yeah. but it's not like <laughs> bobby Schmurda was just tossed away side <laughs> i mean i guess he was legally but True. it had nothing to do with the dance <laughs> yeah okay also, also from like you were you said you were talking with ren what i mm-hmm. you know implied like doing things from a practical standpoint, like what could be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see there's any, like there's truly absolutely nothing because what do you do? Yeah, like, exactly. Apart from, I think it's, it's like what Kevin was saying. It's, it's hard to pin down 
because the only way you can pin it down is specific examples. And it's not like it's it's not like from what I understand that Addison mm-hmm. was one of thirty or forty TikTokers in the past couple of months that have gone on Jimmy Fallon or other talk shows and done this. That that in my opinion would be a trend, not that that would be the rule and not an exception to it. Okay, so what you guys are saying is, a, is like, yeah, this this issue is something that's extremely broad. But let 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 me try to narrow it. Okay, so a good example of some of this is uh, that um, the rapper Two Millie, who created the Millie Rock dance, he tried to sue Epic Games for adding the Millie Rock to Fortnite. He attempted, but he they he, it really wouldn't hold up in court because you can't copyright a dance. So he attempted to copyright it twice uh, back in 2018, and both attempts were denied. Um, and all he was wanting was some was was royalties because Fortnite was at the time the biggest game in the world. Um, so he's just like hell. If all these kids are buying my emote, like I want to get some of that. Kind of like what happened with the uh, um. When League of Legends with the the Lucian skin that was based off of some yeah. football player. Yeah, but the thing with that is like it was quite literally his likeness. Yeah, it was like his physical appearance. I mean, yeah, that is like complicated mm-hmm. when it comes to the dance thing because that unironic exact same thing happened to the Floss kid. <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally, his parents tried to sue Fortnite and it didn't work. Yeah, but uh. I, I don't know. I I, that, I this this is probably a lawful evil thing to say. I think, but uh, I in his case, even though it sucks that he doesn't get compensation or at, at the very least public recompense for it, mm-hmm. I don't think the precedent should be set on copywriting a dance because that would mean that you could start copywriting how you walk or something. Exactly. That's movement. what people, that's what people's kind of like, thing. And, and it's never going to happen because it's legally untenable. So <laughs> in his case, like I would just have to say like, sorry, life is a bitch. You got to copyright this pimpling. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. There's just nothing. I yeah. mean, maybe, maybe you could like, could like, you know, make compose a song or something that they, I could go along with a dance and copyright that. Well, they did. Then, well, he did. That's where the, 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 the dance see, came now that's from. different. That's different. That is totally different. So, but that's absolutely. But if they weren't wrong. using the song, then it doesn't then it, matter. Then it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they're just using the dance, but not the song, then I, I, my position stands. Like, I'm sorry, life is a bitch. But if they use the song and the dance, like, well, of course you should have compensation. Yeah, of course. There was a lot of the same. There but, was a lot of people who, um, who tried to go through the same, uh, the same kind of like song and dance with Fortnite. Even Alfonso <laughs> R- 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 I can't pronounce his last name. Ribeiro Carlton yeah. from Fresh Prince tried to <laughs> sue them for the Carlton thing. But I think the the reason why they're unable to copyright it is because copyright law recognizes a difference between s- simple routines and choreographic work. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, the Millie Rock is so it, it it's that's definitely not choreographed it's just swinging your arms and weird in like a yeah. circular motion so well and any, well, i don't even think you, it, millie i don't <laughs> even think choreographed is it's how does that even stand you can't anyone can move their arms or legs anyway hey i don't know that's i'm just not, reading i'm just reading the article about it and that's what they're saying like yeah that's a that <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna have so many holes in it over time. Was this an American case? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't know. I, I agree. It really sucks when people don't get recognized for their work. But that's that's happening. But, but a at lot. the same, yeah. I mean, just but I agree with Jazz. There, there, there is, there but, uh, is a, you know, there is a racial <laughs> component sometimes. But I just, I don't see how there's a practical thing to be done. Like I if know. I mean, the thing to attack is Addison for not giving competent, you know, for not at the very least saying, this is from this person. This is from this person. Go check out their channel. Yeah. And I say it. Attack <laughs> I know, but, but is that, but is that even pra- like after she does, you know, 30 TikTok dances at the end, is it practical for her to be, and you know, credit to eat that pussy four, 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 <laughs> three, making this dance up. You Don't know, have her on the show. <laughs> She's not <laughs> talented. Oh. Get well, around it. Go get someone else, or like stick to people well, who are interested. That's why me, you and I. That's why you and I don't use TikTok, but it's popular. So she's gonna be well, on the show. The mob likes I mean, all sorts Jane, of things. Who she cares? was on Jimmy Fallon. She couldn't even oh, hit on Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <sighs> yeah, I, she probably got a letter in the mail. Like, please come on. We don't have anyone this week. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah, I'm anyway. I, I, I just, it's it's such a mire to to get it because it's so abstract and there's nothing really to tie down in my opinion. Like, okay, you could make it a broader thing and say black pe- people just don't get uh, compensation for what they do, and mm-hmm. and I would or, agree with you. Or maybe uh, not even the compensation. Maybe just like the credit recognition. That's what I yeah. mean. Composition. Uh, uh, compensation and public <laughs> praise or recognition or something, and that's that just that's a truism uh, in, in American history, but it's a truism in human history that usually uh, the talent just doesn't get the compensation a lot of times. Yeah, it's kind of one um, of the but, sad truths of life. Yeah, I can. Um, what I do think we need to be careful of is not over sexualizing it. No, I don't mean sexualizing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Se- sectionalizing it and saying <laughs> and saying um 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 I was just saying, like this group no isn't getting this. it like we're not getting like saying like we are not getting something and the other side is like well we don't get something either like and then it becomes it we become hypocritical on the values where we say oh we're all together but when it comes to conversation we're not um i think that Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I think what probably the best thing that we can do is try to incrementally provide black people with more opportunities to be in these positions like with Addison Ray on Jimmy Fallon. And over time, it'll kind of shift the public bias to being like, um, for it to stop being like, because it's kind of like another issue but it's like people say that like the algorithm or the thing that picks up and shoots these kids into stardom on youtube twitch even tiktok um it 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 generally affects uh the people who benefit benefit from it the most are white people but if there was if black people were just injected into that algorithm no matter what and given the same opportunity then maybe over time that can like shift the public bias i don't know because i guess they 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 did like studies and said that people are more likely to like leave like to interact with white content and and that's just people in general and that leads into what i'm about to say here which is Mm -hmm. i don't see a practical way that companies change their algorithms unless um 
social mores change and culture changes. And that just has to happen or it doesn't. Governments cannot control that. They try and it's always a disaster. It's like legislating morals. Um, It just has to, it, and you know, like you were saying, like the sun rises and sets on trends, like, well, the wheels turn on cultures. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, okay. So say Facebook or TikTok just injected that into Mm -hmm. the algorithm. What's going to happen is in my opinion, it will become, it'll become oversaturated Mm -hmm. and you'll get, like I said, then there will be another sectionalized, uh, form on the from the other side like well now we're not getting recognition from it even though they weren't willing to give it in the first place yeah yeah. and it's just it like i said it's a mire because i always look at things like like a a political cultural standpoint of like what can you practically do and to me personally this is one of an issue where it's like i'm not getting my boat stuck in this swamp yeah I just don't then. And for one thing, the other side of it, I don't even think is that great of an end because you can't man, you, you cannot artificially manufacture a cultural change. Yeah. It just, it, it is the cultural change is what I, and what I think needs, there needs to be a culture of recognition, mm-hmm. not laws of recognition. <clears throat> and the only way cultures change is the incremental little changes that come from one person in that culture. And, and that change comes from the amalgamation of all those things. How did rock come about? It came about from a lot of rock bands yeah. uh, blazing the way, not just one. I mean, there were a couple revolutionary ones, but it was all of them together. Right. And it's, that's, that's the only way that I think that it has to be a culture of recognition. That yeah, for sure. I don't, I, there's zero practical things that can be done in yeah maybe maybe you're right and i I always feel like i I like to try to be optimistic and i feel like we're always moving towards kind of like um a a better experiences for black creatives and and black creators and stuff um but it it just when stuff like this happens every once in a while and it it won't end with addison ray you know i mean it'll it'll be another white girl or guy and then another blah 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 and 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 it'll kind of just it can be like little things like Mm -hmm. if jimmy fallon had said uh who were all those can you tell me who some of those dancers were you know it's okay to say it on air if not we'll just cut it out in the edit yeah because but then Um, the question becomes who what is what is more important, the person who created the creation or the person who shot it into popularity? Uh, and I don't know. And we come in, that is a time old, that is an age old question for art, if you consider that <laughs> art. Um, and that, uh, that in itself can be very subjective. When we uh, have this argument about uh, Tesla and Edison, mm-hmm. I think the answer is Tesla. If yeah, we have it about TikTok dances, I'd say the popular person probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, love, what we were kind of what we were kind of I wanted, I wanted to throw in a little tiny harder. thing uh-huh, about uh, I wanted to throw in a little tiny thing about uh, what what did you say earlier about like uh, oh you know, well the algorithm blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh. <laughs> <laughs> the reason they try to push like all oh, these white it's like all these white people is i mean and you know don't quote me on this i don't have the statistics in front of my face mm-hmm. i feel like most technological slash social media stuff is like targeted towards like middle class people mm-hmm. 
And I think like the middle class is just mostly white people in America. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, look, this is for you sort of a thing. <laughs> right. I don't know. That, yeah, no, there you might, might be, be right. something to it there. You were saying, Dan? No, I, I didn't really have much more to say apart from I just it, it can't be any. There's nothing that we mortals can do, frankly. That'll True. Have any, I just don't. It has to be flukes of history. Say, I mean, there could be it, it, it. There can be more people of more significance doing it and adding to it. I mean, it's like yeah. civil rights got got really on track politically mm-hmm. because the Kennedy administration, even though they didn't really do shit legislatively, mm-hmm. they did make it an issue politically more than it had been. So that in itself put it into the discussion. And what I mean is cultural change in favor of what you want, which is recognition. It has to be an amalgamation of a number of individuals, hundreds sometimes, you know, taking stands or adding to the fire. And it can't, the, you, I mean, what could you legislate to do this that wouldn't, that in my opinion wouldn't, would be just as tyrannical as not getting recognition? You, you, you can't, can't force recognition. Yeah, Everybody it's knows not going to happen. Basically. A trend so. happens because it happens. You know, there's not a lot, there's a lot of randomness involved. I don't know. I don't see how you could. I don't know. Once again, I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, it's it's always interesting to kind of talk about it. I like to ask these questions uh, to uh, to people to see kind of what their uh, what their take is, especially when they come from different social and economic backgrounds and races and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on from Addison Ray and TikTok. Uh, so the so Arkansas <laughs> Arkansas has become the first state to uh ban healthcare for trans youth but then I guess the uh governor vetoed it or something like that vetoed the bill um this whole thing is it's it's very sad I'm glad that it it got fixed um but <laughs> funny enough I'm not I don't really care about this because I feel like it it it, it sparks a very interesting conversation um and this should kids be able to um get like undergo like hormones and stuff like that and begin their transition early um whether kids have should have that right to kind of make that decision for themselves i haven't read the bill because i have literal i literally know almost nothing about this scientifically so uh yeah i don't want to say anything that might affect my political career down there <laughs> i'm gonna slightly abstain too but after i ask you know of like the bill says like if it's before 18 they can't or after 18 they can't sometimes um i am not read up on it but i don't hear any i don't see any of yeah that. i'm gonna say i'm not very sure uh because when the when the bill first kind of started popping off like i get a lot of my information from social media and then i start fact checking from there but what i saw 
from the the pushback is that people are just saying like yo this is just completely detrimental um for this is going to kill a lot of trans people because trans people uh i believe don't don't quote me on any statistics i say that i might not have the numbers completely correct but i know that they are trans people as a whole are more likely to be depressed suicidal yada yada oh, yada you don't even need you don't even need statistics yeah, on that 52 percent that more yeah, yeah so it is crazy high compared the, to so the reason why i bring up the um the reason why i bring up the uh asking you guys if kids should be able to transition through hormones and uh puberty blockers and stuff like that at an early age is because the way i look at it is like not all the time because I, I did some reading and they said that you can reverse like puberty blockers are used in different cases too. like people who like kids, like girls who are like five and six that get their periods super early and stuff like that. They use puberty blockers mm-hmm. in those cases, too. So it's not always like a bad thing, um, but it's just giving kids the ability to make a it could be a um, a change that's that they can't reverse. You know what I mean? And we we all know kids are kids. They change their mind about anything and everything. Right. But when something serious like this comes out where like a kid comes to you and say, hey, I'm I don't think that I'm a girl or I don't think that I'm a boy. I think I'm the you know, I'm the opposite sex. And then they are pushing this. Like, what do you, what do you guys think? I'm asking you, what do you guys think? If let's say you, it was your kid, what would you think would be the. So are you asking, should they be able to go do it on their own accord? Yes. Um, at the risk of alienating in my future political life, some of the democratic <laughs> side, um, uh, resolutely, I say, no, they should not. Well, I think it's because, uh, I think it's because people anyway. are, people because say, you cannot make a decision that will detriment that. Okay. So say an, a 10 year old makes mm-hmm. a decision that's going to affect, that could affect the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't ask them to make an, we wouldn't ask them to make a, a financial investment decision that right. would affect the rest of their life at the age of 10. Cause they don't know about life. Yeah. Um, that's just oh, the long and the short I... of it. And it's a sticky issue. Now, after they have, after they are legally adults, there should be things, you know, if I, I won't stop anyone from loving who they want to love and pedophiles. Um, they, and oh, if they man. want to go through that process, there should be a medical process in place. But if they are not of legal age, then absolutely yeah. not. So I agree with you, but but the, this is the counter to it. And this is what I, I kind of want to bring up before we kind of get too, too far into it. So the counter to it is that um, if these kids are denied access to... Um, let's say hormones or like things that they can take to kind of jumpstart their transition because it'll be easier to transition. Like for example, for a male to female, it'll be easier to transition before puberty. Um, just because you know how what well, puberty does. Yeah. Um, right. But so it's like, okay, the kids will either a fall into depression. Then we can't, you know, save them or B they'll go and self-medicate. Because I guess getting these things aren't, it isn't hard to get it without a doctor's prescription. 
You know what I mean? Which is also probably a bad thing. So, um, like, what do we do <laughs> in this situation? To me, most we can do is have the psychological uh, things in place to help them. But they're still 10 and 11 years old. Mm-hmm. They, they are not, okay, like, I hate that we get in this culture that's like, and, and you know, we shouldn't be cruel to them. We're not, you know, yeah, the Victorian sure. area, we don't listen to our kids. Mm-hmm. But they're still children. Yeah, yeah. They're 10 years old. Yeah. And, and it, Honestly, it, I you know, and I'm not like, totally familiar with, like, the, the you know marginalized group but mm-hmm. in my what information i know now brain i can't imagine a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old somehow getting to a doctor's office and saying i'll take the whole yeah, exactly. <laughs> but i can't imagine a 15 or 16 year old running off so yeah this isn't a um yeah this isn't like this instance isn't usually with 10 year olds but it's usually with people who are like 14 15 16 like i'm assuming that's the group that oh yeah you're really you're really psychological set in the midst of purity you really know yourself then i don't know man it's this to me i feel very similar to about it to the whole uh trans people in sports thing Mm -hmm. it's like it's so like oh yeah but that's a good point like Oh yeah, but that's a good point that I find it impossible to take a stance on it. Exactly, like, that's the exact because I, I at first I was like, oh, of course, and like, no, we probably shouldn't let kids make a, a life changing decision like that, no matter what. And then like upon reading more or even talking to trans people who are on the opposite side of the spectrum, I'm like, okay, you know that that kind of makes sense. And like you said, it's like okay, now that kind of makes sense. And also, I just want to say for anybody listening, like I'm not, and I don't think I think I can speak for you know all of us, like. We're, we're not married to any position on this as more as we learn more about it, then of course we will be, we'll be able to flip and decide like based on more information, but it's just like with the information we have now, it just seemed like it's like you said, it's a very sticky issue and it's like, uh, it just, you just grimace at it. Cause you're just like, uh, I don't know. Like it kind of like makes sense on both sides. Like, I, I, like, I, I think that we probably should just try to like, I, it seems like such a cop out answer, but just inject more money into like mental health <laughs> issues. Because I'm the only part I'm emphatic about is that, you know, they should not be able to make this decision before they can even vote. Right. I mean, they're making a choice that will affect them more than any vote they could ever make. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, you know, like you said, it can be reversed. Uh, but to say something happens and it can't be. Yeah. And then, sure. and then you're left with that psychological trauma. Yeah. And so the places should be, you know, if you really feel that way about yourself, then at the very least, what you should be doing is taking a couple of years of therapy. And that those mechanisms should be in place. I think that's what should come from a medical bill. And, and this, Not, and I might get killed for this, and but I'm 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 this idea or this take is my own and I'm taking I'll take full accountability for it if it's like a shitty take. But like I always thought that if someone is is going um, through gender uh, dysphoria or you, well, I think that's how you, I think that's the word gender dysphoria, um, they should I think therapy should be the first step in seeing if um, that. 
and kind of see uh, once you go through therapy and you are you speak to a professional who has uh, a lot of experience in these sort of issues, they can kind of help guide you into the right way of treating it, whether that be, hey, um, go and get uh, go ahead and get started, you know, your transition or, um, you know, whatever else. You know what I mean? Yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. I, th- I think that that's I don't think that that's an unreasonable to ask. Like if, for example, if I had kids or a kid who came up to me and said, hey, you know, I, I don't really feel like a, 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 a man or I don't feel like a boy or I don't do this. I don't do that. Then the first thing I'm going to do is, you know, of course, try to ask to see how long they felt this way and then see if I can get some get them in a room with somebody who's, you know, been studying this. Because we don't know, we're we're still our the society's stance on uh, trans uh, transgenderism, isness, whatever the being transgender and stuff like that. We constantly flip flop. Literally, uh, it used to be homosexuality was a disease, but now it's it's not anymore. Same with being transgender. We used to consider that a mental illness, and now people are pushing for that not to be the case. Um, I've seen people pushing for autism to not be considered a, uh, a illness anymore. Like they're like people who are autistic and they don't want to be cured or anything like that. They just want to be um, accommodated or and and stuff like that. Kind of just saying like, oh, we're just a little different, but we're still people you know what i mean they don't like that stigma of that illness on top of it so like these this whole thing will will continue to change over the next five to ten years um but like i said based off of what where things are now i think that that's probably the most effective way to make sure that if you are going through a transition it's a smooth one and it's not like well as smooth as it can be you know what i mean because I couldn't imagine also, waking up and being in the wrong body or feeling like I'm in the wrong body. You know what I mean? Also, there's a side of this we haven't mentioned as much, which is, and it's a big part, uh, which is taking away authority from a kid's parents. Yeah. I mean, if it was my child, uh, before he or she can vote or is 18 and at the very least has graduated high school and is, has his or her first job and is out in the world, and is having to make compromising, tough decisions and have to deal with the psychological effects from that. Uh, he or she is under my care and authority. That's yeah. a, and I'm not a very conservative person, but that's just that's how hum, humans are. Like we're not. That's the way animals are. That humans just have a longer childhood than most animals. And, but that that's just you cannot be. Frankly, you cannot be trusted to make you know, sound, the sound decisions you might make in your forties that you would be, that, that you would make in your, uh, teens. Simply for the fact that your mind does not stop developing and does not stop changing your positions and your outlook on life and philosophy in general until you're like 28 or 30. Yeah, I I agree. And I, and I, and fuck, I even think that 18 is still too young. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things where I'm just like saying like, I know that 18 is, and we're, and we're, and I kind of want to bring this back up, uh, later with another topic, but it seemed like the, the whole like 18 is like, okay, you're 18 now. Now you, now you can make these life <laughs> altering decisions. It's just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just think back on when I was 18, cause I don't, I, well, I don't know your guys is like, you know, how you guys grew up. But when I turned 18, it was kind of like, and, and how it's always been in my family when people turn 18 it's like okay you're 18 now like get, get go get out get get in, go out into the world and get chewed up and then come back like you know what i mean like that's how 
it feels like when you turn 18, you're just kind of like shoved out. Like, okay, now you got to make all these decisions when you're not really equipped to do so. Um, yeah, that's another animalistic quality. When I was 18, I had a 401k, two kids, and watched Fraser. <laughs> so, I don't know where those kids are now. I must have got rid of them. Uh-oh. Uh, I take no responsibility for them. It's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. So like uh, 401k, though. Uh, yeah, this, this a lot of people are looking for Rusty Shackle for <laughs> <different> name. <laughs> this situation is is something that is very um it, it, it's very multifaceted and uh, like I said, as we continue yeah. to learn more about these sort of situations, I, I sh- assume we'll get better. But yeah. moving due to on, that, I have nothing to say. So that's my take. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on from uh, Arkansas and and trans issues. Um, so a video, a video surfaced of Quavo and his ex-girlfriend, uh, fighting <laughs> in an elevator. It wasn't really a fight, more of a tussle, more of a light kerfuffle. You know what I mean? Um, based off of what's going on in the video, it just seemed like they were just shoving each other around a lot. Um, again, this I is another, say a lot. yeah, again, this is one of those things where it's like, I, I don't really care about this, but it does kind of make me think of another question is like, do you guys think that it is like what are you guys' stance on like hitting women okay we've already talked about this before however i will say it again Uh-oh. uh i believe every human being has a line that they can cross we did talk about this which, holy shit which it, which mm-hmm. demands physical violence right. however i think with women obviously that higher is much that bar is much higher than with men mm-hmm and uh i I think i think quavo comparatively relatively uh Mm. didn't do much at all like yeah exactly i I, see i don't know the context of what like what they were because it looked like she looked eyed a bag was like i'm taking this bag and he went no you don't and he pulled her (laughs) back in and then they kind of did like a dance into the elevator like a, yeah. sort of the twirl and it's and in yeah. and, and like from the the force of that she i guess kind of lost her footing and and blocked yeah. i mean it's not like he crane kicked her and knocked yeah. all her teeth out or anything like I, honestly i would barely consider and then, like, like take me to four violence. three <laughs> uh she was kind of dramatic not getting up does she hit her head or something and she like I don't know. Although I do find it kind of funny when Quavo looks up at that camera, like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, they got his ass in 4K. Well, it was more like 360p. <laughs> <laughs> Very low quality video. Maybe someone can edit it into 4K. They gonna upscale that shit. They about to <laughs> enhance, <laughs> enhance, enhance over and over again. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. We did talk about this before. It completely um, slipped my mind, but. I just think with this video, because I saw people killing them for it, I don't think this is enough to kill anybody for it. Like, it oh, seemed like no. it was kind of like a. I've done way worse. All right. Than this, to like, I'm not even joking. When I, I say dare. That. <laughs> I dare say that and this is this is kind of maybe crossing the line, but to be honest, in comparison to uh, from this to a scale, she deserved of a more. Than what he was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from what he did in comparison to just an all-out abusive white beater, he handled it pretty chivalrously. 
It, yeah, compared to someone who beats their girlfriend within an instant. And like that's that's how I like well that's how I think of it. Is it was like, oh you're abusive. Like, okay, does he beat the shit out of her? Or does like is he is he does he use the fact that he is a man and is biologically stronger? Mm-hmm. Does he her? ball his fist up and punch her? It's like, or does he kind of yank her in? She kind of tumbles a bit. Doesn't look like she cracks her skull or anything. <laughs> She's kind of yeah. falls down. And, you know, she probably, you know, she may have, like, rolled her ankle or something. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this. He should have done more to help her up, even though yeah. she probably would have hit him. That's where the chivalry kind of ends and the mystique is gone. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? Like, I, so clearly she was. Like, I, I'm the big question bag. is, what was in that fucking bag? Yeah, that, that, that's the context I want to know. Because clearly she's like, I want this bag and I want to run away with it. What if that's all their I mean, money? Let's yeah. Let's say I doubt all their money would be. <laughs> you don't know Waymo. Hypothetically, uh, if like say me and my sister were in an elevator, and then I had a suitcase with a hundred grand in it, and she tried to make a run for it, I'd probably punch her in the back of the head. <laughs> so, he had his NFTs in there, so, and then she would <laughs> kick his ass. She beats uh, up on him constantly. I also, it's funny you keep bringing up the sister because I honestly think like if it's if it's family, like yeah, I'm I'm smacking the shit out of my. No, nah, I'm just let me stop. <laughs> let me let me let me just let me stop. But um, <laughs> no, but like growing up, like yeah, I fucking fought with my sisters too. So, but I mean, it's I don't know, man. <sighs> it is. Yeah, like I said, I think. It, I mean, once again, gentlemanly as possible. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do I mean, really anything. Maybe he could have like just grabbed the bag and be like, "No," <laughs> instead of like yeah. grabbing her arm and and like. Well, I think there was like it, a- it kind of. I hate to say it, but the video kind of made me laugh the mm-hmm. first time I saw it. Yeah, it did me. Me and my siblings used to wrestle on the trampoline, yeah. and there was this move because I'm bigger than them that I would do to them, where I grabbed their arm and just spun in a circle yeah. until they yeah. fell down. <laughs> and it reminded me that of was that. That's what it made me think like that's a helicopter move. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. And I think it, that I, happened because she was like she had grabbed the bag and he grabbed it, and then like she or she grabbed like one another and then started to move with it and he moved with it and it made it this natural propeller like i don't i don't think he like like purposefully started to do like yeah yeah and like in. and then just went like like and just yeeted her into the fucking uh anyway elevator. I've, I've, I've made my feelings on you know yeah. violence against women thing pretty clear but uh you know uh you shouldn't use physical force against your wife, <laughs> especially if you if, if it's not like totally necessary. Yeah. I, <laughs> but you know, as far as quote unquote like abuse cases goes, this one is like colder. It's just m- way more lukewarm than lukewarm ever could be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did they ever get out? Does the video show them ever getting out? I don't remember uh, it. Was like a, I watched it like a couple of days ago. Because, like I said, the funniest part to me is when that guy said it opened. <laughs> I'll take the stairs. I, I've got time anyway. I'll take the stairs. What if, what, if, what if a video resurfaces of like they came back to that level, the doors open, and Quavo just yanks him in? He's <laughs> just so menace to society, this Quaver. Your hands off the fucking bag, or you know what'll happen. Oh, man. 
I don't know. I don't know. I hope I hope Cole I Owens so we the, the only way I the only way I would be really troubled by that video is if it somehow indicated like uh uh, like consistent physical abuse mm-hmm. yeah and i i've been reading a few articles and, and you know you can't trust internet articles completely but uh yeah i've been reading a few of them and it doesn't seem like that was the case so right. i mean it's just kind of like whatever yes damn well i i hope the i i've been hearing some kind of crazy shit about the their whole little thing about how like so was trying to like like fuck all the amigos at once this was crazy shit man <laughs> she was trying to like i hear some mm. crazy like smear campaign that he, was a, that he was cheating on her or something yeah i seen that too so it's just like who yeah, knows rappers elevator kind of yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think wait uh, what you say cheated with the elevator or what did you just say to me <laughs> in the in the, in the in elevator the Maybe the bitch was in the bag. Maybe she was just yeah. like a contortion. <laughs> Give me the bag. Take her and chunk her off the balcony. <laughs> and he's like, no, you know. Oh, no. Uh, anyway. Yep. I feel like we keep talking these things to death unnecessarily. We get the point. Let's move on. Oh, okay, Never mind. Right it's right. bad baby. Next topic. Let's not move on. <laughs> no, this bad baby topic is kind of crazy. So, like. So Bad Baby turned, and for those who don't know, it's Bad Baby. I'm assuming Dane doesn't know who Bad Baby is. I wouldn't wouldn't blame you. Um, remember the Cash Me Outside girl from Doctor Phil? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, not she, that I watch Doctor Phil. I'm not a <laughs> woman home and watches things at four in the afternoon. So she turned 18 last week. And she started a OnlyFans, and within six hours, she made a million dollars. Um, so people were literally, <laughs> upon receiving this information, people were obviously like, "Yo, y'all motherfuckers really waited till Shotty turned eighteen <laughs> to to yeah. to let the let the horniness out." This one, yeah, this is one of those things where it's like technically it's legal, but it implies, like you just said, that. People are just like doing the Birdman hand rub, like looking at the calendar, counting down the days. But it happened and, uh, with that, that, yeah, that's pretty troubling. <laughs> yeah, and it happened with Billie yeah. Eilish as well when she turned eighteen um, last year. Yeah. It's just like man, it's just like so. I, I, what I was seeing on again social media, people is and also reading some articles about it too. People are kind of like in, implying that most people or most men have like this underlying like a lot of like men's tastes and women are rooted in pedophilia and i'm just i don't know how i feel about that but when stuff like this happens it kind of like make you like wonder you know what i mean um there was a there there is something not pedophilia Mm -hmm. but uh, legally we would consider it uh pedophilia no <coughs> it's like on the fine line of like 15 and up mm-hmm. you know um but there is something historically to be said of like uh when kings or lords looked around for eligible young women they meant young women like 15 to 18 they wanted mm-hmm. virgins or something like that and it was that was considered the prize to have that um so there is something to be said but it's also you know i mean I'm a man, and that is not even close to my taste. Yeah, same. Uh, 
but it's, I think it's also like what we were talking about at the beginning. It's like it's a cultural thing sometimes. Yeah, ex- I agree with you. I just think like cause there's so many like examples of it too, where like uh, I know a lot of men prefer their women to be like clean shaven, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want a woman with a beard. That's uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, that like stuff like that. People, um, people preferring like petite bodied women um yeah yeah uh the whole like fucking teen uh <laughs> category in porn sites um the barely wow. legal shit like you know what I mean? like there's so many layers to it um and it's just like well shit what do we do about this? And but I guess yeah. you already answered it. It's like it's yeah. culture. Uh, this, this, is kind of, this is kind of one of those uh, things where people say, "Oh, this is like a society. This is like a, a problem that's popped up in our society that we have it's to deal not. with." It's which, not, yeah, sure. which is absolutely not the uh, case. Uh, uh, this, is, this is even mean, bigger. This is just human sexual preference. This has been there from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, men being like, "Oh, a busty fifteen-year-old," <laughs> and doing you know the their own Birdman hand rub. Yeah, uh, that is uh, something that has existed for about forever. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty. So, like, what, not, it's like, not great, but it, it's like, what, what can I you do? <laughs> I hate. So many of the things we talk about just come down to, eh, what this, can you do? But this really is one of those. We just make the sort of resolution at the end of it. It's like, oh, the futility of our existence. Nothing really we can add to the human experience. Literally <laughs> <laughs> what I thought as when you said that you had OnlyFans, and I knew you were about to say, like, that means people, it implies people have been waiting for it. I was just literally, because I think I was muted. But it wouldn't matter because I just kind of whispered it to myself. But it's just, you know, it's just humans being humans. There's nearly no, there's no change from any time in human history. Like you can find people referring to as like, like she is buxom and blonde and bonny and has not yet reached her fifteenth year. Or that's an exact thirteenth yeah. century chronicle. And it's, and it's literally almost to the point of like, um, like that. Game of Thrones thing like has she had her blood yet? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like I think it's also a subconscious thing. I feel like a lot of people don't really know like how far that that like there might be some some pedophilic undertones cuz hell like you even see it like in like the anime community where they're like oh this character is my waifu like bro shoddy 15 Naruto like oh Hinata like oh I love Hinata from Naruto like pre time skip. I'm like bro that's a 12 year old you talk about like I I feel like people just don't no, but like, oh, it's just a cartoon, bro. It doesn't doesn't matter. It's, it's drawings, bro. Relax. Like, it, I I just think people just don't know. Sexual appetites are a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> like what, what we are willing to get up to, and and that's that. So moving on. Uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got something you want to share, Dane? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I think I think Dr. Phil could have ended all this if he just beat the shit out of that kid. <laughs> on TV at that time? just She challenged him on his show. Damn. I, I've only ever seen that clip years ago when it was popular. And like, 
Like I didn't she say something was like, why don't you catch me outside or something yeah, like that? Catch me outside. How about that? What if Dr. Phil just like, why don't I kick your ass right here now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay I'll pay to I'm see like, that. You in there, or not. Clean out. Like, how about how about I keep you inside? Therapeutic... And he just kicks square in the face. How about these therapeutic <laughs> fucking fists? How about that? <laughs> oh, Doctor Phil with the chair, he just comes over and, <laughs> <laughs> and then the audience, the audience, like, yeah, yeah, no, shut up, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> she just she turns to say it, and then before she can even pin it, just finishes out of frame, steel chair to the head. <laughs> Like, oh my god. You hate to see it, man. And then like they're zooming out canceled for that. Or legally assaulting a minor. It's like zooming out and showing their sponsor. Like Dr. Phil was filmed in front of a live audience. If you had a kid who needs to be beaten the fuck up, call Dr. Phil. Humiliatingly on live television. Anyway, if you were uh once again, we've talked at the desk so much we're making up. <laughs> we're making up shit. Yeah. That's how you know it's we we finish is when we start bidding it. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. That's the best part. Um, so the Capitol was attacked again, but this time it was a uh, a mentally ill. Um, I believe it was a mentally Ill, a mentally ill like black man, um, who rammed his car into like the the uh like the like a barricade or something he struck, yeah he struck i believe he struck a cop and and killed Two them cops. one of them died of his injuries then he got out and they saw he was brandishing a knife and they shot him to death yeah so this is actually yeah. a very interesting because when this happened of course everyone um i i saw a lot of people saying like oh there the the whites are at it again but then it was a it was a black man, or at least uh, he he looked like racially like ambiguous. Um, I'm pretty sure it was, was a black it, man though. Was it Jesse Lee Peterson? I, I, don't, I don't think it was him. He just said amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it, they saw the picture that were being passed around of him were uh, just normal pictures. You look like a normal dude that got hit with a lot of like for lack of a better word he had a bad day or he's been having a few bad days or a bad so week like or whatever because what i the sense i got of is like he was kind of dis, he was like a disgruntled employee personally yeah um and then as when this happened it's just like well damn it kind of it felt it felt like it it shifted the needle in terms of the talk of maybe we do have like a people problem <laughs> And to, like maybe like mental health is the way to to kind of try to get rid of all of the other issues that we have as a country. Um, but one of the ways, yeah. I don't think like there's so many things. It's just like okay, we put all our time and effort into mental health, but it's like there's so many other pressing issues we need to deal with. With like the whole like the the living wage, um, the fucking politics, the gender politics, um the quote-unquote glass ceiling for like uh, with women in, in the workplace and stuff like that um there's just so much shit to deal with before we can even begin to touch mental health but maybe in solving those other things it can it'll inadvertently 
affect the mental health issue as well. And there'll be less people depressed because there'll be more people who'll be able to actually spend money on things instead of having to worry about when their next meal is going to come from. And I agree with, I agree with that because we've said this, I've said that and we've talked about that before on podcast many times, mm -hmm. but in his case, particularly, it's a good example of less just like you're never going to stop like lone guy that just does it. It's, yeah, like it's not. Oh. Gonna, yeah. I don't think uh -oh. his has really anything to do with some big societal cultural thing. Yeah. More than just him just having a bad day. Isn't there like a movie? It made me think of like there's like this movie where this guy gets fired and he goes on like a murdering spree all over the town or something like that. And like it made me think of that. He just he snapped, and he probably could have been helped with mental health, but you know, you know what? It makes me think of the Joker movie, uh, with you know with Joaquin, my boy yeah. Joaquin. I thought like that movie. I like that movie, but I felt like it had a really huge like missed opportunity with its ending. Whereas like it kind of was it, it, the movie. It felt like the entire movie was setting up. And spoilers, by the way, but whatever. The movie came out like two years ago, so if you haven't seen it, fuck you. Anyway, um, the the movie was kind of set up like, at least for me, it's like anybody could have been the Joker. You know what I mean? So I was expecting him to kill himself there and being like, it, it, like any like in and, and then the riots and shit that was going on, like literally anybody could have been the Joker. The Joker was more of an idea instead of just one person, um, but they did what they did with the with that movie and it kind of like applies here where it's like it, like people are really one bad day away from doing horrible things um and yeah. i think most people are like that too you know what i mean yeah a lot of people say it's like oh i think uh social media and blah 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 is really exacerbated like people's declining mental health and uh you know may i i am open to be proved open to being proven wrong about this through like any, you know, measurable metric. However, I've always felt like, no, probably not. Actually. I just feel like people have always been this way. And now social media just kind of lets us see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. What can you do? Mental yeah. health is just, uh, we're back at the same premise. Is yeah, exactly. Exactly. The same premise. As long as human beings exist, they will be mentally ill and dangerous. Damn, there really ain't shit we can Unlucky. do. Huh? This is about to be just the cynic podcast. The cynic pod. <laughs> the pessimistic pod. The pessimistic pod. No, bro. The, the nihilistic pod. <laughs> the nihilistic, bro. Like, how, like, what can you do in any of this we shit? Just like retitle it for the next one. Like, it's no longer canceled culture. I mean, it's going to be called Three Pessimists in a Dark Room Looking for a Black Cat that Isn't There. <laughs> Fuck. That's a, very, that's a very long title, but I'm down with it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> the reason these things are problems is because they're very hard to solve. So it's not we're gonna solve them here. <laughs> yeah. To be like, fair, as if it was like uh, give all the uh, the sad people money. <laughs> yeah, but even that will go so far. The super yeah. happy bill. Yeah, because you know they say money can't buy happiness. It could definitely buy it for me, but I imagine not everyone is me. I'm pretty sure. I think that's bullshit too. I think if if you give somebody enough money, you they'll they'll be they'll be all right. 
You know what I mean? I think I've always thought that's like that quote is such a like a or that saying it it so uh. brazenly belies where it comes from, which is like it's basically people's like. Well, I'm rationalizing the fact that I don't have that much money by saying, like, <laughs> but I'm happy. Like, okay. Well, do we? And also, but however, I would like to point out that uh, <laughs> mental health isn't just, uh, oh, oh, I'm sad today. I feel <laughs> like if you gave a violent, a mentally ill, violent person a lot of money, more they'd money probably just use worth. that money to exacerbate their violence. <laughs> Yeah, I was just being sarcastic of it, but yeah, <laughs> let's try that. Sheesh. Anyway, next topic we can't solve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. Here it is. DMX in the hospital <laughs> for overdose. Allegedly brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't do shit about it. Jokes is aside, he brain dead? I didn't hear yes, brain dead. he's in a vegetative what? state. Let me Google this. Come I'm on, bro. Tell me. <laughs> yes, he. And also, they're saying that it might not have been an overdose. They don't know what triggered Buzzfeed News. Oh, uh, DMX has been hospitalized and it's fine. His form <laughs> now is in critical condition. <laughs> he's in wow, like what grave a condition. In a vegetative state. That doesn't mean he's a vegetable. <laughs> Lung and brain failure. Oh, yeah. It's over for him. That, yeah. That sucks. I, I, I wouldn't, I, like, again, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure if brain and lung failure, or even any, either of those things failed, I'm pretty sure you're, you're, you're out of here. I guarantee you, like, for as, long, for as long as that's been there, about every hour at least, the doctors have been coming to family or or like you know his partners or something mm-hmm. and saying uh, you really need to think about pulling the plug like, yeah. we're, we well we, we don't know exactly how bad it is but it's like but well if he if he's brain dead and his and he's having to basically use equipment uh other than his natural lungs to breathe uh yeah. the yeah. lungs are regulated by the brain but yeah. people have come back from that before <laughs> Yeah, that's all I have to ask. Have people came back from vegetative states? I don't know. I, I, I'm sure Can it has happened at least once. <laughs> Google got better ask Google. Please, Girl. Google, say we can do something. Please. We need no. to we need to decidedly answer and turn into something else. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll okay, do it. Okay, it, it it says any recovery from a vegetative state is unlikely after one month. So, you know, let's give it a month. Yeah, I guess we you can know. give him a hey, you got the money to do so. Uh, I'm not I'm not a very religious person, but you know, thoughts and prayers to X out yeah, there. Yeah, Un- DMX, man. Cuz DMX is you a hip hop legend. You know. And you said they don't I know am going to more? give it to X, it being my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. Good, good, good shit. Yeah, they don't know. Um, it keeps changing because they said that it it was uh he had a heart attack from a drug or a, a drug overdose, but now they're kind of flipping it and saying, oh, we don't know what caused it. Um, so w- w- what I heard initially was it was a heart attack caused by a drug overdose. Oh, I th- yeah, okay. Yeah. Because like, that while I was asking like an overdose, like shit, <laughs> like that's that's more than I would think an overdose would do. Yeah. You, yeah. <clears throat> 
but I don't Bodie know. Bodie Hill gone. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say. I. I, I hope. I hope. God I just hope. Damn. I hope he pulls through. That's just me being extremely optimistic and, and on the pessimistic pod. But um, it's not looking good for the boy. How old yeah. is he? I don't know. He is. Uh, I think he's fifty. Yeah, Maybe he's 50. fifty. Exactly. I don't know how I knew that. X gonna give it to you. What? Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good guy. Uh, I don't know, but like I said, you know, prayers out to him. I'm not religious either, but hopefully he pulls through if if, if he's able to. Um, but that's really that's really all I had to talk about today. Uh, I started Attack on Titan season four. Uh, I don't like Gabby. I think the well, art looks a little it. weird in some in some spots. But you know, I think I just don't like Gabby because she's she's just a little annoying. I, I'm I'm assuming she gets better, but I know from social media she doesn't. Um, so why it do just, you it just becomes her by the end of it? Like <laughs> so I, why do you assume? I, I want I want to be optimistic, <laughs> Kevin. That. I want to be. <laughs> if you old. know she doesn't. Why do you assume? <laughs> Maybe they're all lying. Maybe you, they're all you idiot. <laughs> I think I think being a part of the pessimistic trio has made you an idiotic optimist to the point of delusion. <laughs> yeah, you're an optimistic nihilist. <laughs> but uh. You're a liar who wishes for no rain. You know, uh, do you know what Gabby does and why people hate her so much? No, I don't. But don't spoil it. You'll understand. You'll understand the statement when it comes to it. But in my opinion, she did literally nothing wrong. And anyone who's listening who has a problem with that, you're wrong. And you're an (laughs) idiot. You are an overly emotional her character, her character is central to the ma- to one of the main themes of Attack on Titan, which Season is four, yeah. yeah, which is that morality, all morality, is fluid. There is no moral center; it doesn't exist. It's ex- it's just where you are personally. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's probably why I'm really like entertained by Attack on Titan because I haven't seen. Uh, maybe I have, and I'm just I'm blanking on it. But I haven't seen a story told that where it's like morally gray, like all throughout, where you can't just look at it and be like, "Ha, that's the bad guy." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It seemed like with Attack on Titan, at least for, from what I've seen of the first three seasons and the little memes and shit that I see I'll on social media, it seemed like well, you know, finish the season this week, and you know, next week's episode we can talk all about it it'll be the attack on titan shit i would <laughs> i won't be against that yeah i plan to 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 binge it so we shall yeah. we shall talk about it again who's right. your favorite character on it before we leave just so the what currently a little bit of the old yeah. Uh, jazz and- yeah just who's your favorite character in general uh i like i like Erwin. i liked erwin a lot flock uh, oh, I liked. Favorite. My favorite. Yeah. I liked. Um, I liked that. That what's what's his name? I, I'm blanking on his name because he, he just got wow, introduced. Clearly like him a lot. But I do like him. Uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, the mm. guy who's like the new like that looks the like the dancing. T- yeah, they look like the dancing titan or whatever the jaw titan. Uh, what's his name? Galliard. Yeah, I, I like him. Orko uh, Galliard. Yeah, he he looked like he 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 was dripping. <laughs> he had that fresh cut. Cut was too clean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like him. It seemed like this Falco guy is going to be important. 
So I'm 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 I'm, yeah, tr- yeah. I'm holding some I'm, res- I'm reserving <laughs> my, favorite, my thoughts. My personal favorite is Zeke. Zeke, I like his big monkey type. <laughs> yeah, Zeke. Zeke is pretty cool. I like Zeke as well. So I don't know. We'll we'll just see. Like I said, I'm gonna I plan to to binge it, and we we'll probably yeah. talk about it next pod. Yeah, this isn't really a spoiler, but uh. My favorite thing about Zeke is how he's always surprised when he gets hit, <laughs> even though he shouldn't be. <laughs> like, did you see the episode? Did did the attack on the fort that the warriors did? That was in the first couple episodes, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. So when he's about to throw the artillery shells at the ships, but the ships are like, "Hey!" and they shoot at him, and he's like, "Eh." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty and good. And then, like, when he when he fights Levi, and he's like, "I'm gonna grab you," and it's like, <laughs> like around. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that always makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I guess. Uh, I mean, that's expect? not why he's my favorite character, but I do like that. <laughs> yeah, but there really aren't any characters in Attack on Titan that I hate. Also, uh, the ever cynical flock is a good character. <laughs> Uh-oh. And any, I don't know if you know who Dane is I don't know. I don't know if you know who Dane is talking about mm-hmm. because. Uh, he's much more prominent in season four, but he is yeah. he is in season three. It's the guy Flock is the guy who uh, during the suicide charge he gets up and he's like, "I'm okay," and then he like carries <laughs> Arabin to the to the and he wants to save for the injection. Yeah, yeah, that's who Flock is. <laughs> and I and say ever cynical is yeah. he's like he's like any could like any like optimism we have is like that'll fail everything. <laughs> he's funny yeah. oh i it's forgot actually about more than that yeah it's actually more than that because at the end of season three i don't know if you remember this mm-hmm. jazz but there's a scene where because marlo mm-hmm. the uh in the military police guy who's like i want to change the world, dies an heroin suicide charge yeah you know the girl who he was with you know uh, she comes up to like the survivors from the survey corps and she's like oh it's like uh Thank you for being friends with Marlo and like looking out for me. And they're like, yeah, he died a hero. And then they're like, Flock, you talk to her because you you were the last one to see him and you were pretty close to him. And he's like, yeah, he was a hero. He was very brave. But uh, I know for a fact he didn't want to be there when he was about to die. <laughs> and kind of gets emotional. And like Armin's like, what the fuck was that, Flock? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him swaka flaka for the rock and <laughs> like I the can tell the fact that he soiled himself. Yeah, the ever that Dane says that all the time. It's like, oh, the ever cynical flock always bringing us back to earth. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, let's wrap this up. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, there was really anything we else. We could talk about this forever. Yeah, we As can, and we time. probably probably will uh, next pod when I when I finish it. So, all right, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's a pod. Anything else you guys wanted to say? Any closing words? No. No. Nope. No. All right. Well, that's no. a pod. Yeah.